Wyatt stepped back onto the bridge at 2002 and into a hushed activity so fierce it startled him. Second Commander? he asked, coffee mug in hand. Branagh Marienguard, the brindled brown wolf, stood from the command chair. His green eyes remained level and polite. Captain, we just dropped in system and there's a sensor trace on scans. Wyatt frowned, glancing toward the holographic display. Scout bridges were too small to have the usual division of command and lower decks, so he didn't have to look far. Jesus! The wolfine cleared his throat and Wyatt grimaced. He had forgotten how seriously the Hinichi wolves took their adaptation of Christianity. Pardon me, he said. Do we have any preliminary information on that monster? Scans are calling it a probable merchant. We're not close enough to pick up any hull information, though, and she's not running an ID beam. Wyatt's frown creased his forehead. Strange. Brennan nodded. As soon as we're close enough, we'll run a TNS assessment. But from all preliminaries, it looks like we have a moth. The human sat in the command chair and sipped from his coffee, frowning. It would be their first moth, a transgressor. He glanced around the bridge. Branagh sat at the science station, with several other level heads at navigation, sensor control, engineering. He paused at the platinum blonde at weapons. Branagh, he said quietly. The wolf was instantly at his side, tail weaving an idle pattern behind him. Sir? That lieutenant. A brief frown fluttered across the second commander's mouth. Lindsay Major, sir. He hesitated, then added in a steady voice, Do you want her relieved? Wyatt's lips tightened into a grimace. That won't be necessary, he said, but he framed it deliberately as a command. No, sir, Branagh agreed. Wyatt schooled his face into a mask. The pretty feline, Asani, he corrected himself. There were at least three races of cat-like creatures. Sitting at weapons had a face as sweet as any model's, her fur a pale egg cream to match the nearly white hair. But just as the scar that ran down her forehead to her golden-brown eye was badly hidden by the lock of open curls that fell over it, her beautiful exterior could not conceal the rancor she bore for pirates like a halo shield. He privately wondered how she'd passed the psych evaluations. Her files had been demure about where she'd acquired such a virulent hatred, but the scar at least left little to the imagination. He had no reason to distrust her, but having her at weapons while they investigated a moth raised a few hairs on the back of his neck. Time to positive ID? We'll be in range to check hull datings in one hour, sir. Thank you, Lieutenant, Wyatt said then sipped from his coffee. He watched the stars creep past on the holographic display. Even on a scout this small, the display was still nine feet tall. The gas giant's edge smeared a crimson arch against the southwest corner, swelling against the glitter of asteroids that reflected sunlight as they tumbled in ungainly grace through their orbits. He listened to the quiet talk of the officers at their stations, eyes half-lidded as the chronologue display in the southeast corner of the starscape patiently measured the time. Captain, we're getting a read on the ship. She still has a few of the original date plates from the shipyards. Wyatt leaned forward. And? She's six years old, sir. They stripped a lot of the plating from her, but there's still plenty of the original material on her spine and belly. The short foxine at the sensor station squinted at her display, ears flipping back. We have a positive match on the TNS, sir. She's a threat. Wyatt's hand tightened around the handle of his mug. Confidence? We have a ninety percent match, sir, the lieutenant replied, looking up at him. Her voice lowered. She's listed as a slaver, Captain. The low snarl that sounded into the silence was not his own. Wyatt glanced sharply at Lindsay, whose mouth bore fangs in a rictus of unrelenting venom. He agreed with the sentiment, though long custom masked his face. Any signs of an escort? None, sir. Wyatt frowned. 
Could they be that overconfident? He murmured, seeing Branagh's ear perk from the corner of his eye. Has the fleet been so lax that they feel they can waltz all over God, the universe, and everything like this? Begging the captain's pardon, sir, but the fleet is not lax, Branagh said solemnly, with a hard spark in his green eyes. Wyatt decided not to reply to that. No escort. Is she loaded? Sensors make it at about five million tons, sir. I would say yes. Bigger than I'd expected, Wyatt murmured, brows clenching over the bridge of his nose. How soon before she sees us? I'd make it another ten minutes. Wyatt sipped from his coffee, now cold. Is there anything else listed about her in the TNS? No, sir. The human shifted in his seat. The merchant massed several times his vessel's size. If she was indeed a slaver, he did not have the space to take her crew into custody, nor could he send enough people to overpower them. Wyatt laced his fingers before his chest. 